The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Flap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It's DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening. Sorcerer Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're glad you're here to find out what's happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts. It's Jeff Nicole here with you. Hello. Good morning. Happy Friday. 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 Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Hey now. Oh, that didn't work. Oh. Hey now. There it is. (laughs) Okay, so yeah. Today is October the 14th, Mm -hmm. 2022. Wild. Almost Halloween. Almost the spooky holiday of Halloween. Spooky, scary skeleton. Have you bought all of your Halloween candy yet? I am going <laughs> to buy some today. Oh, <laughs> well, that answers our question. Okay. I mean, I, we we bought we bought one. Yeah. Some pretzels, pretzel bags. Yeah. Uh, was it pretzel bags? Um, pretzels or cheese balls? Yeah, one. But of those they're two. like Halloween yeah. packaged, like individual, made yeah. handout. Yeah. Um, but we, our neighborhood, we're like kind of. In a more rural area. Rural. 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 We're like outside of city limits, but we're still in the county. And so people like truck their families to our neighborhood to trick or treat. And so we get, I had three bags of candy last year and I was out within an hour. So. Like from what you told me, people would roll up in their vehicle, open the doors and like. Yeah. Ten kids would get out. Yes. You know. <laughs> and then they would just like slowly drive down the street as the kids would like go to each house. Is that the thing now to drive your kids for trick-or-treating around? Okay, so being from the Pacific Northwest, Halloween is typically like 40 degrees, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. even when it's freezing cold, even when it's been raining, like we we walked Halloween <laughs> every right. year. Right? Yeah. I mean, you, I just remember being so mad because I had to put, you know, a sweatshirt on or a jacket or a raincoat or whatever. Over, over your my, costume. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, because we would walk. There was no, yeah. no. I guess, I mean, my mom would tell me, you know, you got like three hours. And I would head out the door with a few of my friends and we would walk the neighborhood, going from door to door, you know, doing. The right thing, not doing mischief, mischief things, you know, smashing pumpkins or anything. I was like, no, no, none of that. Yeah, just getting candy and everything. And nowadays, all I hear about are parents driving their kids around. Well, and, and I mean, they don't do a lot of walking house to house anymore. Things too are much. obviously different than they yeah, were. Yeah, totally different. We, yeah, we're yeah. Younger, anyway. Yeah, but I mean, back then, I was you know like seven, eight years old. Yeah, could go outside anytime. Go have fun with my friends. Wait for the street lights to come on, and that was my cue. Go home. Well, see, we would yeah. we would go trick or treating with like a group of friends, like family friends. Yeah. So all the adults would come with, and they would just walk behind us. And I'm sure they brought a coffee cup full of an adult beverage and made a night of it. You know. <laughs> um. Well, that's why warm. kids are being drove around today. <laughs> a little something warmer <laughs> to, to warm themselves up. Yeah. Um, sure, yeah. Yeah, and like they had fun too. And it was fun for them to see, you know, us having fun. But you know, I mean, the other option is, I mean, it's a Disney show. So I I, I have to mention, 
you know, you don't want to go through the whole driving your kids around the neighborhood and everything. Just go to, you know, Walt Disney World for one of the Halloween parties mm-hmm. and do your trick-or-treating then right. if you want to. If, you know, you can get tickets for, you know, Halloween, actually, but it's sold out already. Yeah, it would be fun if you were a local, if like that yeah. was where you spent, that was like your tradition to spend Halloween there every year. And yeah. I'm sure a lot of people do that. Like, that is my ideal Walt Disney World vacation time is the last week of October, the first week of November, because you get Halloween and Christmas. Yeah, that's true. Kind of all rolled into one. Kind of nice. But of course, that option, even if you are a local, is becoming more and more expensive to visit the Walt Disney World Resort. And that is the center point for this week's show. (laughs) Price increases. Price increases. Um, So give them the bad news. Well, you know... There, there were some every year this happens, right? Like every year things go up, but it's still bad news. It is. And as they've added more features of your vacation that you have to pay for, then there's more items to increase in price. Right. So like last time this happened, we didn't have Genie Plus. We didn't have Lightning Lane. Yeah. We were like, man, my hot dog at Casey's is more expensive. Yeah. And, you know, you just like went about your day. But now, like, your tickets are more expensive. Your Lightning Lane is more expensive. Your Genie Plus is more expensive. Like, the like special experiences that you book and share with your family on your trip are more expensive. And, like, how can you reasonably plan and save for a Walt Disney World vacation when, you know, you made your Sabi's workshop reservation 60 days ago, and then earlier this week they said, surprise, it's now $30 more expensive. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah. when you yeah. booked it 60 days ago, when you got up in the middle of the night and made sure that you, you know, got the reservation you wanted or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you... Yeah you know, have been saving your pennies and, you know, your kid or your husband or you or whatever really want to do this. And now it's more expensive. And now your food's more expensive. And now your Genie Plus is more expensive. And your vacation that you're just a couple weeks out away from or a couple days is now exponentially more expensive than it was than you were intending on with like no warning. Even though we deal with this on a yearly basis, sometimes not just once a year, but twice a year. That we see price increases on a lot of different things at Walt Disney World. The problem that I have right now with what they're doing is the extra money that I'm paying for is not translating into new experiences. Or pay raises for cast members. Or the things that we're already experiencing being kept up. As a consumer. Right. As a consumer. I'm not getting new things as I'm paying more. Perfect example. Tron. Magic Kingdom. How long now? Five years. Five years. Five years. The extra money that I'm paying is not making, obviously not making construction going faster. No. It's not happening. It's not making construction going faster over in Epcot, where you have a demolition area of what used to be Future World. You know, and um, interventions area, and also construction on the old Wonders of Life Pavilion, mm-hmm. which isn't even happening anymore because nobody said anything. It's still on the map. Still on the it's it's, it's just a building. You know? Well, it says like coming soon, Play Pavilion. Yeah, jeez. I mean, why bother? Just take it off. Just get rid of it. Again, it's been years. And so they're talking about you know updating Splash Mountain to Tiana. They're talking about it, but we haven't seen any real things happen yet. We can't get anything new announced at D23 Expo, but yet I'm paying more and more and more for the same old experiences. You and I talked about this earlier in the week that like, if you're a family that goes once a year, once every other year, you know, unless there's, what is the incentive to go back if it's exactly the same as it was the last time you were there? Unless, you know, like you're like us and you're diehard fans and you want to go for the things that you love and experience every single time. But if you're the casual fan and you went three years ago, five years ago, your kids are a little older, you know, they think they, you think they might really like it th- a lot more this time. They can ride a lot more things. So you look at going again and it's exactly the same as it was the last time you were there three years ago. Yeah. Why would you go back? 
why would you go back and at the same time you still want to go to Central Florida? Right. You still want to do something. And then all of a sudden you look at that other page that keeps popping up. Mm-hmm. It says Universal Orlando on it. New Velocicoaster, new Hagrid's motorbike, new Epic Universe, new, you know. Nintendo. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're opening brand new attractions, getting construction done quickly and very well themed. Very well themed. It's not like they're, you know, cutting corners here on these attractions. They look great. They look fantastic. You got new Nintendo opening up. We've seen and a whole new park of that in from Tokyo, and it, it's um, an yeah, it looks great, insanely immersive. Yes, and the crazy thing about this brand new park for Universal, Epic Universe, we're hearing more and more that there's going to be more family fun adventures for the entire family to enjoy because you know that Universal and Islands of Adventure does not have a lot of family tribe of attractions and for younger ones and stuff like that. Right. Nintendo's going to take a little, you know, take care of that a little bit, but I keep hearing that Epic Universe is going to have more of that to offer for the younger ones. Yeah, when I think of like family friendly at Universal, I think of like Seuss Landing, you know, um, Minions, maybe Secret yeah. Life of Pets out in California. Yeah, but you know, Transformers is not Spider Man's not maybe E. T. But like whole Glossicoaster, like the the e ticket marquee attractions are not for your six year old. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And at the same time, while Universal is doing this, Disney is having major problems getting construction done. Mm-hmm. It's the same old stuff. Nothing new is really... It's like you said the other day. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge isn't new anymore. Even though you had that period where nobody could go and enjoy it, it's not new anymore. It's been there. People have seen it. They need new stuff. So what are they doing? Well, I want to spend my money somewhere else. Yeah, my dollar goes farther somewhere else. Yeah. Why would I go back to the same place and do the exact same thing and pay more for it? And then you were talking about the other day resorts mm-hmm. it's the same old resorts that we've normally been used to at Disney and they're fine you know they're comfortable but over at Universal they're becoming a lot nicer and a lot more affordable right more modern and Disney is trying their best to update Mm-hmm. their resorts to look more modern but it was like you said when you're paying two hundred dollars oh yeah for the pop century yeah I would say that the average night at the pop century is like 195 to 216 that's that's it just blows my mind you remember when like an all-star resort was 79 dollars I do I do remember 99 dollars yeah and, and the value resorts going, oh, at, at, at Universal <laughs> are like saying, okay, we've got these brand new, fantastic looking resorts mm-hmm. at a value price. Mm-hmm. Come spend your money over here. By the way, Universal still selling annual passes. Half the price. Half the price. Disney's not won't even do it for new, new annual pass holders. No, we don't want you. We don't want your money. But yet, we continue to see these increase in prices. Like you said, it's going to happen either way, whether we like it or not. We're about five weeks out from Disney not selling annual passes for a full calendar year. And that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Never in my life did I think I'd see that. But the reason why this keeps happening is because for whatever reason, Whatever the price may be, however long you're going, whatever it is you're doing and you're spending money on, Disney is in strong demand right now. Right. And when Disney sees this, they go, well, okay, we can raise the price on this stuff. And people are going to pay it. And they're going to pay. And they're going to keep coming back. And they don't, I don't want to say they don't care. It's not important to them if less people come. When you can have a smaller number of people, and this is the goal, right? This is the point. They want less people in the park so that the guest experience is better. And it doesn't matter to them if you have a thousand people that are paying twice as much, or if you have 2,000 people that are paying, you know, the base price. They would rather have less people paying more. 
and I don't want anybody to throw my way. Well, they were closed for four months. They're still recovering from COVID. Uh, don't, don't throw that my way because I, I think it's a bunch of bull. <laughs> I we're past that. Explained to a client earlier this week. You know, she was like, "Well, if I I want to park hop, but there's no park reservations that day, <laughs> so is am I going to be able to get in?" And I was like, I know this makes no sense. I'm like, bear with me here. <laughs> Just because there's no available park reservations for that park does not mean that the park is at capacity. Right? Like you would think if the park's not at capacity, why would there not be park reservations available? But the park isn't full, but the reservations are full. Like it is increasingly diff, like diff, more and more difficult to visit a Disney park. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is more expensive. It is more difficult. And I feel like that is one thing that is universally frustrating and off-putting both to experienced Disney fans and first-time guests. Another thing that people will say with these price increases is, well, if you don't like it, don't go. And other people will say, well, if people would stop going, they wouldn't do this. You know what? You, you, can, you can throw that out there and you can type it on social media all you want. It's never going to happen. N- not the entire Disney fan base community is going to say, okay, I'm tired of price increases. We won't. We just won't go, and Disney will change their mind. No, they won't. No, they won't, because they know better. Do you're you're going to pay the prices. You're going to pay the food. You're going to pay the resorts. You're going to pay the tickets. Do y'all know that we booked a non-Disney vacation for the first time ever? We have never vacationed together anywhere except a Disney destination. Mm-hmm. Ever, aside yeah, from like visiting yeah. family and stuff, yeah. Ever, and at, later this year, we booked a vacation that is has zero to do with Disney, no affiliation whatsoever, for the first time ever because mm-hmm. it was, I don't even know, a quarter of the price. Yeah, it was a no, like, I mean, a no brainer. The and, val- the yeah. value of our dollar and the money of what we get out of our upcoming vacation does not compare to what Disney charges you and the amount of money it costs just to have some ice cream. We're getting such a better value for our dollar doing what we're doing. We booked a five-night cruise for about $100, $150 more than we paid for our after-hours tickets last December. Yeah. Let that sink in for a second. We went to one after hours event, which was fun. And I feel like it was worth it. I had a great time. I had a wonderful time. But if you're a family or this is your one vacation for the year or like, obviously we are two, you know, adults with, you know, full-time salary jobs plus, you know, other income and we don't have kids and, you know, we have money to spend on vacation so we vacation more than your average family for um that's just where we are in our life right now yeah but so we went to the after hours party felt like it was great but if you're an average family and this is your one vacation a year if you could go to one after hours event and by the time we paid to park eight whatever it's probably about the same price we probably spent that extra 150 dollars um yeah probably i mean parking was I remember being so upset about parking. Oh, yeah, I do remember how upset you were. It's like nine o'clock at night Mm -hmm. and I still had to pay the same price as if I parked at nine o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Very upset. Yeah. So for the same price as our after hours event that we were there for three or four hours, we're paying after taxes and gratuity for a five night cruise, which includes our food, which includes, um, you know, activities and shows and like all of these things. And my bed and my shower and everything else. Yeah. All of it. And I'm getting to travel to a different destination. Yeah. More than one. Over the course of a week. Yeah. Just During during a holiday week. 
Yeah, at the same time, I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So just when you look at it that way, it's completely understandable. And, you know, there are people that will say, yes, these price increases are frustrating, but I'm not going to stop going. And that's us. You know, when we get off this cruise, we're driving straight from the terminal to Walt Disney World and staying there for a couple days. So it's not like we're not going, but we had these extra days. We could have done days in the park. We could have done a Disney cruise and we didn't because this was a better use of our money. I, I think we should clarify us going to Disney after this, you know, vacation that we have. Yes is somewhat of a necessity to go. Yes, yeah. It's as like, far as, you know, other uh, certain things that we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Um, we're going because we need to, but at the same time, we're going to have a little bit of fun while we're there at the same time. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some dinners. We're going to see friends and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a guilty pleasure, but a necessity. Yeah, it's a benefit of yeah. things that we spend the rest of the year spending time on. Exactly. That's exactly so. what it is. <clears throat> It just happens to be at Disney. Yeah. So you're, you're, we're talking about these price increases and people are like, what increased in price? We haven't, we haven't gotten there yet. We haven't got there. We're going to do that after the break. We'll talk about that after the break. Uh, Cause we got just a few minutes left in this, this segment. Um, so you mentioned all of that and, and you know, you talk about how we're just a family of two. Mm-hmm. So your family of four is now saying, well, Disney's pricing me out. Mm-hmm. But I have other options. You do. Disney sees that. Still not putting the parks at capacity. We know this is not happening. Right. We know this for a fact. But they're still raising the price. And the thought of, especially when they say, you know, especially on their commercials and everything else, you know, come enjoy the 50th anniversary celebration, Walt Disney World vacation. There's that word, vacation. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before. You look up the definition of vacation. It is not Walt Disney World because you have got me up and awake at 7 a.m. every single morning to get a lightning lane, a virtual queue, who knows what else is going on at 7 a.m. And then at the same time, you've also got me up almost until midnight to do things. And then you've got to get kids to bed. You've got to get yourself to bed. Then you're up even earlier to get them ready, to get all that stuff. It's becoming more increasingly difficult to call Walt Disney World a vacation destination. Because when I think of vacation, I think of relaxation and fun. How many years has it been? It's been like a joke, right? Like, oh my gosh, I need a vacation after my Disney vacation. Oh, yeah. And it's not. It's exhausting. It is. Like, you do have a good time. Don't you, get me wrong. Oh my gosh, so much fun. A lot of fun. Especially if you grew up going to the parks. Very much nostalgia. I love spending time with you. I love spending... I love going with my family. Like, it is, it is still my favorite place to be. But I think part of that also is because... One, we go often, so I don't. We don't feel like we have to get in everything, right? Right. Yeah. And yeah. we are familiar with Genie Plus. We keep up with everything. You know, we know how to use the app, like stuff like that. And if and if it doesn't work for part of the day, it's not going to derail our vacation. That is true. That is true. I could yeah. only imagine as a mom planning with this trip for months and months and months and saving and packing and getting everyone there and then you know it's raining and the princess princesses aren't in the parade like you know then genie plus goes down and we didn't get to ride (laughs) or we didn't get to you know get a reservation for whatever like i can see that completely derailing like a good part of the day right and just being like not a letdown but very frustrating and it's not just the price increases that are causing this it's and and it's not just regular vacationers either on a podcast that we listened to the other day come to find out DVC members Mm -hmm. are using their points to stay at their home resorts this is happening but they're not going to the parks they're headed down the street and going to Universal because the value of their ticket down there means something more. 
I'd be interested to talk with Scott you know. at um, DVC Rentals if if they're seeing more contracts being sold. Yeah, it's interesting. Plus the and I I were I, I use the word free very loosely here because we used to have things that we got. You used to get Fast Pass Plus annual pass members. Uh, used to get things for being an annual pass member. Remember like coasters, charcuterie boards, yeah, glasses. All these little like, things. You know, DVC members got free parking. I don't even think they get free parking anymore. Uh, it's free to park at the resorts if you're staying on points. Yeah, but if you go into the park, you gotta pay. Yeah. You're already paying a long-term paying for all for, for for Disney, you're paying long term. Why are they not doing free parking for DVC members? It's crazy. One well, think about it's crazy. So, annual pass is like a, an annual commitment, right? So right for the year. DVC, in theory, is a fifty year commitment. That's a lifetime commitment. I should get free parking. Well, and when you sign up for that, with the understanding that you have certain benefits, and then ten years in those benefits are changed revoked you have to pay more oh yeah and you still have 40 years left in your contract those are those are things that you know there's the fine print where it says all of this is subject to change but when you signed up and you basically paid as much as a car if not more (laughs) and now the things that you thought you would have are no longer and it's not just Disney that's more expensive. Flights are more expensive. Everything is more expensive. Oh, yeah, gas is more expensive. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I get that. But with, you know, with with flights, it's new planes are coming out, new comforts, new amenities, well, you know, type things. When you go to, you know, other hotels, new comforts, new amenities, all this stuff. Disney's not doing that. A gallon of gas, a loaf of bread, that's stuff that I'm going to buy anyways. So if it goes up in price, what am I going to do? Right. But a a Disney vacation is not a requirement. Right. It's not like a must have. And if the cost of it is increasing and nothing, the value isn't increasing. Why would I do that? Why does that word keep coming up? Value. Mm -hmm. Value for what you're paying. It's just not it's just not there. And when you do price increases, these are the type of discussions that you have at the dinner table if you're a Disney fan. Disney fan. <laughs> or if you have a vacation coming up and you're like, oh, my God, now our dining you know? is going to cost us more. Our- yeah. yeah. My sister, what, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. you know, called me up randomly, you know, 10, 10, 30 at night, you know. What's going on with Disney? What's it going to cost me these days? And Nicole gives her the numbers and she goes, oh my gosh. It's like $10,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. After like accounting for like food and stuff. Yeah. For a family of five. So we're going to talk about all of these price increases coming up uh, in the next segment because uh, just from looking at the list here, I mean, everything from... Uh, Hot dogs, yeah. Food, Savi's workshop, workshop, Droid Depot. There's a lot, just a lot of things going on, and then we're going to touch on one other thing as well, which is a rumor going on about Epcot and the upcoming candlelight processional. Mm-hmm. This is very interesting, and it might, for some, it ruffles, might ruffle some feathers. Yeah, you might get a little upset. It's just a rumor. It's not been confirmed or anything else like that. But we're going to talk about it coming up right here on DW60. 50 years of magic has transformed the entire Walt Disney World Resort into the world's most magical celebration. Have big fun being small in the new Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and feel the unifying magic of Disney music in the new nighttime spectacular, Harmonious. Come celebrate today. Contact Magical Park Vacations to book your Disney vacation today. Call 585-662-3686 or visit MagicalParkVacations.com. DW60, Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com. Jeff and Nicole back with you once again, diving deep into 
recent price in- increases at the Walt Disney World Resort. We've been talking about the value of your dollar when it comes to an experience at the Walt Disney World vacation. I don't want uh, Walt Disney World Resort. I don't want to use vacation anymore. You want vacation? Go on a cruise. That's a vacation. uh, A Walt Disney World experience. Yeah. A Walt Disney World experience. (laughs) So we've been talking this entire time about price increase, price increase. Jeff, Nicole, what is the price increase? Like, what is increasing? You guys just talked about that for 30 minutes. (laughs) What is it? All right, wait. So we're going to give it to you. <laughs> we're going to we're going to start first with Genie Plus. So okay. Disney Genie Plus and Lightning Lane are moving to what Disney is calling variable pricing structure. So this is the same thing that we've seen in recent years with the tickets, park tickets, where during more uh, busier times, the prices are more expensive during, quote, slow times or like low crowd seasons. You know, the tickets are less expensive. So and Genie Plus and Lightning Lane are going to follow that same structure. Don't you find it interesting how Disney says there there's no such thing as that time of the year anymore? But there is. There is. There really is. There really is. Like, if you go after Labor Day, mm-hmm. you will find no one in the park. Yeah. Except for locals and right. a few others who said, ah, we don't need to start school yet. Homeschool. People yeah. Like that. yeah. College kids. It does happen. Don't believe Disney when they tell you that. And we are professionals who have our <laughs> wedding anniversary the week after Labor Day. We're those professional yeah, Disney fans. Disney legacy fans. That's who we are. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what they call us. Yes. That's what it was. Yes. But so they said, you know, Disney Genie Plus, Lightning Lane are going to be using this variable pricing structure. And it began earlier this week. They gave an example that for the month of October, it could range. Disney Genie Plus could range anywhere from fifteen dollars per guest per day up to twenty-two dollars on busier dates per guest per day. They said, and this was just for the month of October. They also said, as a reminder, single-day purchases. Uh, hold on. Oh, prices are subject to change beyond October. So they're telling you October is only going to get up to twenty-two dollars a day. November, Thanksgiving. Christmas, New Year's, spring break. They and there is no cap. They didn't say it will range between 15 and 25. They did not put a cap on this. So they could put they can raise it up however high they want to. Is that what you're saying? Mhm. Mm. And mm. the same goes for Lightning Lane. So this were like weekday pricing. We obviously haven't seen a weekend since this was implemented. Price of the resistance lightning individual lightning lanes up to twenty dollars. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, fifteen dollars. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, eleven dollars. Flight of Passage, fourteen dollars. Do you know that earlier this week, Rise of the Resistance Lightning Lane at Disneyland was twenty-five dollars per person? <laughs> I think about that and Disney's like I have spoken. One lightning lane for one attraction is 22? more... 25. 20, 25. More expensive than the oh. entire Genie Plus. That just blows my mind. Yeah. I can, I can eat cheaper than that. Right. You can have a meal. A meal. And so... And this is where Disney makes it so complicated between Disneyland and Disney World. So you cannot purchase Genie Plus until the day of, right? Right. At Walt Disney World. At Disneyland, you can still purchase it ahead of time. Okay? So how does that make sense? And when you purchase it ahead of time, this is only at Disneyland, it will be, it went up from 20 to $25 a day. If you purchase in advance, it will be $25 every day. No matter what. Correct. If you purchase it day of, it could be more. There will be more. But explain to me why it is at Disneyland people can do this, and you can't do this at Walt Disney World. I've got to wake up 7 a.m. all the time in order to do this, but out in California, you don't have to. And I... I don't get it. I want to say that Magic Key holders get a discount. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, because in Disneyland, um, Disneyland Genie Plus is more expensive because it includes Photo Pass. 
So in California, Disneyland, California Adventure, mm-hmm. you don't have to wake up at 7 a.m., do you? No, you can't make your first attraction selection until the park opens. And that's at what, nine? Eight. Usually eight. Yeah, okay. but you're there, right? You're there. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's like that for everyone. Wow. Where, you know, in Orlando, it's, you know, okay, well, where are you staying? What time does the park open? Are you going to get a lightning lane? Do you also need to get a virtual queue? Like, <laughs> there's so many variables. It's just too much. It's just too much. But. $25 is a lot, though. For one attraction. For one. That has a standby line. Yeah. <laughs> just get the standby line. Like, for, I mean, it's $100 for a family of four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to eat lunch today, little Jimmy, yeah. or do you want to ride Rise of the Resistance? <laughs> you know? <laughs> here, enjoy this little packet of peanuts that we brought into the park. Here, yeah, take a, this. Here's a saltine cracker. Yes, please. I, I went to the Dollar Tree and I picked up a few things. Here you go. Yeah. Enjoy your lunch. Shove these in my pocket for yeah. breakfast. Oh, and we got this free Mickey sticker. Oh, wait, this wasn't a free Mickey sticker. I had to pay $5 for it. <laughs> I'm going to put that on you, too. Enjoy only, your day. The cashier only gave it to me when I checked out at the gift shop. Exactly. I will say, when I was Gosh. at Disneyland, I was checking out in a gift shop, and the cast member gave me a pin, which was cool. Oh, that's cool. She's like, do you like Moana? I was like, sure. Yeah. yeah. And then she gave me, she's like, here's a Moana pin. Oh, thank that you. That just doesn't happen anymore. I think she probably like found it on the floor or something. Probably. probably. But I, and I was like, great. Thank you. Um, so Genie Plus Lightning Lane, not the only things that are increasing, right? <laughs> the cost of food and beverage at Walt Disney World, not across the board, but certain items have increased. Um, character dining, I think like Topolino's, I think went up like $3 a person. I saw um, little stuff like that. Casey's Corner, the Walt's Chili All Beef Foot Long Hot Dog was previously thirteen ninety nine <sighs> and is now... Fourteen twenty nine. I I I love this hot dog. Okay, I I adore this hot dog. Mm-hmm. I try to have one every trip that I'm in the Magic Kingdom. No kidding. For when we talked about after hour event for you know the holidays last year, that was the first thing we did. Is we went to Casey's and I had yes. my chili dog. Yes. But this this is getting ridiculous. What's that price? If you well, yeah, now it's fourteen twenty nine. Gosh. If I mean, you go to the Columbia Harbor House and you order a fountain beverage with your meal, it is now four dollars and twenty nine cents. And you don't get a refill. For a cup of Coke. That's crazy. That outside <laughs> of the park is like two two liters. Oh yeah. That's exactly what that is. That'll last you all day. Yeah, that's a twelve pack. Like I mean, yeah. Bonkers. Crystal Palace, their sangria went up a dollar. Um, you know, Liberty Tree Tavern, their um one of their cocktails went up fifty cents. So it's nominal, but that's fifty cents, you know, for each person, right? So there's an extra dollar. Well, there's an extra dollar times three meals a day plus two snacks. There's five more dollars plus five days of your trip, right? Like now we're up to another $25. It adds up. Yeah, it it at that 50 cents snowballs. Yeah. Right? So that that is the issue, right? 50 cents is not the issue, but 50 cents for everyone in your family, for every day of your trip, for every meal, that that is the issue. Didn't we have this uh, bistro burger at Connections? It was delicious. It was great. It was delicious, but... Hadn't even been open a year yet. Is it $13.79 delicious? Ooh. I think Ooh. so. I th- actually think so. I, I would, yeah. Ooh. I don't think that's an issue. Um, I don't know about that. I don't like that it increased in price, but if it started out at thirteen seventy nine, I wouldn't have batted an eye. True. Honestly. True. And yeah. we split it. Yeah, we did split it. It yeah. was del- it was great. And more, and my, that's a crazy thing you say that. More and more families are doing that. Mm-hmm. They're sharing, like it used to be just couples would say, yeah, we'll get this entree and we'll share it. Now mom and dad are saying, okay, little Sally, little Jimmy, you're going to split these chicken fingers and fries. We'll get an extra side of fries. Yeah, because we can't afford to get more. Well, and you and I split stuff. Yeah. Because, 
I mean, for cost effectiveness, but also because that way we get to eat more things. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, yes. We get to try things. We get to have, just enjoy more things because we split them. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that's, there's benefits to it as well. It's not just food. It's not just Genie Plus. It's not just Lightning Lane. The price increases continue. They have traveled all the way across the galaxy to Savi's workshop. A hand-built lightsaber increased in price from $220 to $250 plus tax. (laughs) So originally this debuted at $199. Oh my gosh. $199, $194, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, two hundred bucks. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So now we're up to two fifty. So I'm, I'm going to tell you this from somebody who has experienced Savi's workshop and can talk about the quality of lightsaber that you're getting. Mm-hmm. The experience is truly something special to build your own lightsaber. I loved it. I love the fact that I've gotten to do it. The quality of the lightsaber is not the greatest. Now, remember, with this $250, not only are you paying for the lightsaber, but you're paying for the experience as well. But there are other websites that you can go go to out in the world who make lightsabers far better quality than what Disney is giving you. Okay. Sounds a lot better, looks a lot better, is built a lot better, and lasts. Some of these lightsabers from Savi's are problematic. They're not the best. And but remember, I, you're paying for lightsaber and experience. Remember that. And I, to me, the issue is not the actual dollar amount, but it's that the price is increasing for the same thing. Like, if this had debuted at $250, I don't think it would have been an issue. I think it comes down to the fact that, and and we used to have, you know, certain situations where, especially with Selfie's Workshop, there was extra pieces that you could purchase mm-hmm. for your lightsaber because Disney had extra of them. That's yeah, not the case anymore. Not, no, and they're out of stuff. Yeah, they're quite. out of a lot of things. Now they are switching over to new hilts uh, here soon, we think. Mm-hmm. We found this out back around Labor, uh, Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. We don't know when it's going to happen, but it is coming. So Disney stopped making all those extra pieces and everything else are starting to run out. But at the same time, it's costing Disney more to get this stuff made. And then the transit of all of these products to get here is taking even longer. In my head, I was like, yeah, the, the just the import costs of a Rancor tooth are just increasing. Yeah. Um, but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... And, and you mentioned this earlier before the show. How far out can you make these reservations? 60 days. 60 days. So when some people made reservations, mm-hmm. this cost $220. Mm-hmm. Now when they go, mm-hmm. it's $250. Why isn't Disney allowing those who booked so far in advance have their price locked in? Oh, yeah. If you already had a reservation, it should not have increased. It shouldn't have increased like, at all. point blank. Yeah. And... I don't necessarily feel that way about like dining because the cost of dining dining's co- different food yeah. costs in the grocery store are changing every day right like just because you planned to go grocery shopping that day doesn't mean that the cost of something isn't going to go up by the time you get off work and get there but for experiences like this so you know if you purchased a Walt Disney World ticket and then the price increases, you don't have to pay the difference, right? Like you already have yeah, the ticket. Yeah, you yeah. can't pay for this in advance, you know? And I, that's probably why they do that. If I see an impre- increase in price for lightsabers from 220 to 250, I'm expecting new things for lightsabers, the new hilts. So you. That's had, what I want to see. When the new hilts came out or were announced previously, you said, I want to go back and get a new hilt. At $250, after you have already experienced it once, would you go back? I can't say that I would because I can go over to one of the other shops Mm -hmm. 
and get a Legacy Saber. Mm-hmm. Better quality, themed to one of my favorite characters. Right. And be just as happy. And this is the only reason why. Because I've already done the experience. Right. I've already gone in and done, you know, picking my kyber crystal, hearing Yoda talk, uh-huh. the lighting, and, and, and the, everybody else that's in there, and the experience of raising your saber. Done all that. Right. And it was phenomenal. If it was you haven't so done it and you're a Star Wars fan, it's we encourage you to do it. Definitely don't like discourage you. Um, but yeah, like you said, you've already done it. Because so. because I'm a Disney fan. I'm sorry, Disney Legacy fan. I want to make sure I throw that out there. <laughs> Label ourselves correctly. Yes, exactly. Because I am that type of a fan, I'm also a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. For $250, if I had not already done it, Yes, I would pay the two hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, and yeah. Disney knows that. Yes, that's the thing. But you've done it already. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. I just don't know. So we talked about Savvy's increasing from two twenty to two fifty. Droid Depot also increased from ninety nine to one hundred and twenty dollars. I'm still doing this. Yes, I haven't done it yet. I believe I'm trying to remember what these things, what pricing was when they debuted. So Droid Depot, I believe, was seventy nine dollars. Yeah, something like that. And then went yeah. to 99 and is now 120 as well as Disney's PhotoPass Capture Your Moment experience was $49, then increased to $79. Yeah. And it just increased in February. Like, it, it just increased months ago. And now Capture Your Moment is $99 for 20 minutes with a PhotoPass photographer. 20 minutes. Huh. 20 minutes. And the only reason I still want to do Droid Depot is because I already have the name for my droid picked out, and I have, like, forever. Yes. R2DW60. Yes. <laughs> and he's going to be themed to the show colors and everything else. It's going to be great. $99. Divide that up into 20 minutes. What? What is that? What is it? What is it? Too much. What is it? Too much. Too much. Too much. Like, too You divide that up, you know, the price out of a full hour. Five, $5 a minute. For just click, 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 click. Turn, look this way. Click, 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 click. Too much. Too much money. You see where we're getting at here, folks? Value for your dollar. Value. Well, Jeff, I don't get to go every single year. Okay, I get that. Jeff, I only get to go every three to four years because I travel too far. I live in Australia, I live in Brazil. I'm over in the UK. I get it. I do. I get it. And that is why we're not. We don't want to discourage. No, you. not at all. That's what we're saying. No. If we hadn't, if Jeff hadn't done Savi's workshop, we'd still pay two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. It's just when when it comes to these little increases without getting new things. Remember, we're still not getting new things right now. Yeah, we got Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a lot of fun. It's brand new. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. One. But be mindful of what you're paying for now when it comes to Disney because they're sneaking these things in. And that's why we're, we're telling you this is costing you more. I'm not telling you not to go to Walt Disney World. We want you to go to Disney. We want you to have a great time. It is a wonderful experience for families, for couples, even if you're single and you want to go on a solo trip. It's a lot of fun. We've both done so much. Yeah. But we still want you to be mindful of what you're paying while you're there and what kind of value you're getting for the money that you're spending. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. That's what's important. Because guess what? We're going to be paying it too. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. (laughs) Well, right there with you. My bank account is screaming at me. When we go in December, that'll be the third time well, in in 12 months, since the past December, that'll be the fourth time that I've been to the parks. Like, we, we, uh, these price increases almost hit us more, right? Because we go more often. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it's just the two of us. Sometimes it's just me. Sometimes it's just Jeff. But it, we, we feel it often. So that's why we're like passionate about it like yeah oh you don't have kids oh it's just the two of you oh you can do things cheap you can split food you can do whatever right but we and we choose to do this we choose to go often so 
you know, it might not be one big trip for us, but we, we feel this too, you know, it impacts everybody. And at the same time, when you pay that amount of money for that resort, mm-hmm. that you're staying at, you're happy because you love the resort. You pay that amount of money for that ticket to get into the Magic Kingdom. You walk underneath the train station. You go around that first turn as you're about to look down Main Street, USA, and you see the castle standing there. You take a deep breath. And, and it doesn't matter what you pay. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because you love it that much. That's the, that's the thing. But I want to leave you with this before we move on to our rumor. At what point are these increases that Disney continues to make, will it finally break you? I think for a lot of people it already has. At what point? I know. Oh, I know for you. I do, too. I do, too. For a lot of people, it already has. But for people that listen to our show, they're as passionate as we are. They vacation a lot. They go. At what point is it going to break you to where you go? I'm done. I want you to I want you to tell us. I want you to call us. I want you to leave a voicemail. 408-909-DW60. 408-909-3960. Call us. Tell us what is your breaking point with Disney. I want to hear what you guys have to say. One thing that I want to cover real quick, and this is just a rumor. It's over at Epcot. There are some rumored changes coming to the Candlelight Processional. This is a yearly thing that happens at Epcot in the World Showcase over at the American Gardens Theater. People love this. Mm-hmm. People make it a point to vacation during this time because it is part of their holiday celebrations to go and listen to a celebrity read the story of Christmas, basically is what it is. So these rumored changes are not sitting well with a lot of people. The changes that they're rumored to be brand new songs being done. A reduced Hallelujah Chorus and also a brand new narration. Now, I don't want to go into the religious aspect of, of, you know, the narration of, you know, what they're telling here for Candlelight Procession. I'm not going to go into that. Not at all. I can see where a lot of these changes for some could impact their experience a lot. And for some, eh, it's okay. Doesn't bother me at all. But it's all rumor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope and I pray that this never happens. But I've heard other people mention this. And uh, it's inevitable. It will probably happen sometime. It may not be within the next two, three years, whatever. But eventually, eventually, Candlelight Processional is going to become a ticketed event to where you have to pay extra to see it. Do you want to know what bothers me about them adjusting or messing with whatever you want to say, Candlelight Processional? Go ahead, yeah. There are so many other things that need attention. Thank you. (laughs) There are so many other things that they could be spending their time and energy and resources on that that need attention, right? Like desperately to be fixed. Yes, need you know updates. Yeah, yeah. Like need. So that is what bothers me. Then, if they change candlelight processional. The act of them changing it honestly doesn't bother me. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it because it's not a regular thing for me. I've seen it. I enjoyed it. I love it. It's not a staple in my holiday traditions, even to watch it on YouTube every year. I don't even do that. But I did enjoy the show. So if they make changes, okay, fine, you made changes. And I'd go see the new one. And right? I'd go like, see the new yeah. one. I'd be happy. Yeah. Don't get rid of it. 
No, I don't for think for crying out will. loud. Don't get rid of it. I don't think they will. Okay, don't do that. Don't do that, Disney. I should play the song. Don't do that. But there's so, there's there's attractions and experiences and shows and just dining, just <laughs> spaces and walkways uh, yeah. and transportation yeah. Yeah. that needs attention. Yeah, needs those resources. Needs that that focus from the creative team and Imagineering and Disney Live Entertainment and what have you. And then they're gonna like put their energy put their energy in here. Oh my gosh, this goes right back to the fact of what you're spending. And where your money is going. We we literally have a fountain falling apart at Disney Springs. The facade at Disney's Hollywood Studios is falling apart before as you walk into the park. What comes to mind for me is the monorails. The monorail oh my gosh. You know what? like bubblegum and chicken wire. If I you know like <laughs> it's just if I can't even get to Epcot <laughs> to see candlelight because the monorails are down, oh, like just so exhausting. Where is the money going? Where? Into into people's pockets. Oh, shareholders. <laughs> I forgot about that. Into... No, I'm not talking about every shareholder. I'm talking about the big wigs. Into know, big bonuses. Into not to cast members. No, not to cast members. For sure. You know, Disney has been negotiating pay raises, among other things, with a large union that represents a, a large number of cast members for literal months. And again, this month did not come to an agreement. Crazy, so, crazy, I mean, crazy, crazy. Again, yeah, where is it going? Because it's not going to the cast members. It's not um, something tangible for the guests. It's clearly not going into caring for the parks. Where is it going? I do want to say something positive real fast yeah. before we go away. Phantasmic is coming back next month. First we got the year. Woo. Now we have, and then the season. We, now and we now, have now we have the month. month. We still don't have a day. The month of November. Somebody was like, so November 1st. I was like, so November 30th. Uh, like, I mean, it just. It's like Disney says spring. And I'm like, okay, so when's the last day of spring? <laughs> like. Uh, the great thing about this is, is it's an updated show, uh, which desperately was needed for Phantasmic. Everybody I love knows Phantasmic. This. You don't, you don't care for it, but I, it's okay. It's fine. I'm interested to see the new show because there's going to be a brand new sequence in it. Uh, you're going to have uh, stuff like Moana, Aladdin, Frozen. Uh, I think some new songs as well is going to be going on. You know, so it's, it's testing of new fountains and just all kinds of stuff. I think it's pretty exciting and it's positive news at Walt Disney World. We're getting something. We're getting something. It ain't much, but we're getting something. But they're coming back. Yeah. They're coming back, you know. I mean, a ticket to Disney Hollywood Studios is just as expensive as a ticket to Epcot or a ticket to Magic Kingdom, and there's no nighttime entertainment. <laughs> That's true. The park effectively <laughs> closes at 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. It's just oh, crazy things happening over at the Walt Disney World Resort. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Switzerland Radio, srsounds.com. All right, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, your value of your dollar at Walt Disney World. And I got to tell you, folks, I got to wonder sometimes, is my email working? Is, is the computer working? Is my, is, my, is my phone line working? I want to hear from you guys, seriously. I want to know your opinions on all this stuff. Because I think it's important that Disney hears your feedback from what they're doing. Disney listens to podcasts. They may not listen to this one all the time, but I guarantee that they probably listen to an episode or two. Just to find out what people are saying. They do things like that. So having your voice heard means a lot, and there's a lot of ways that you can do that. Tell them. You can find us on Facebook, the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. You can find us over on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. You can send us that email, DW60 at srsounds.com, or leave us a voicemail at 408-909-3960. Ay, ay, ay. I feel bad. I sometimes I feel bad that we like could spend the whole hour on something like that, but 
like we we care about your dollar right like just as much as we care about ours and it's so frustrating for us that like families might be missing out on something that we enjoy so much because of something out of their control I'm at a loss for words I'm just gonna say it you know I don't know I don't know what to say I really don't but I'm, I'm going to say this. I love Walt Disney World. I love the Disney parks. I love the Disney community. All of it. I'm still going to keep doing it. But. Like we're frustrated with you and yeah. frustrated for you. I ask you what your breaking point is. They're breaking me. Yeah. They're breaking us. They really are. I mean, so. Music Row coming up next. Some of our favorite Halloween music for the Halloween season and everything else. Don't forget about the podcast if you need to listen to that. And those listening to the podcast, thank you so much. Make sure to rate the show and give us a review over on Apple Podcasts. We definitely appreciate that. It helps out the show so very much. Until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. And we hope you have a magical day.